Thank you for joining us. Just as God created the earth, he created heaven. We already know how majestic the earth is because God allowed us to see it. Even with all of its problems, because of sin, the breathtaking beauty of earth is undeniable. In our finite minds, we cannot imagine the splendor of heaven, even though we know it exists. As Pastor Rander speaks to us today on the magnificence of heaven, have your Bible pen and paper handy as you will want to record what awaits the children of God when we get there. Idolatry is anything that usurps the place of God in the heart. It can be power. It, it, it can be power. You want power. It can, it, it can be prestige. It, it, it can be your job. You just, you can't, you can't leave it alone. You wake up with your job. You live for your job. You, you, you own the job. You go home to your job. You can't, you're so tired. You can't do nothing else because you wore out for the job. Have nothing to offer your husband, nothing to offer your wife, nothing to offer your children. You just tired because your job is killing you. Your job, money, 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 travel, travel, money, money, travel, travel, more, 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 more. What does it profit you to gain the whole world and lose your soul? Exodus 23 through 5a says, you shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourselves a carved image, any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them nor serve them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God. Why is he jealous? He said, I created you. I put breath in you. I saved you. Don't you dare put anything above me. I'm jealous, and you shall not have any other gods before me. Romans chapter 1 verse 25 says, who exchanged the truth of God for the lie and worshiped and served the creatures rather than the creator. I looked and saw that big pretty moon last night. Early morning, I got. I saw that big moon. They're talking about a super moon coming up. You can label whatever you want to label it. It's God's moon. <laughs> and I, I didn't worship the moon. I just started thanking God for the functionalities of the moon, <laughs> and and what that moon and what that moon means to the world, and how it how it connects with the universe, and all of those things. I thank God for His creation, but I will not worship any created thing, but I will worship my Lord and my God and my creator who is blessed forever. Amen. Who's not going to heaven? All liars. That's in that text. You say, why are you breaking down each of these words? Because I want you to understand the Bible. You can't come to church and say, I don't understand. I'm breaking it down in the spirit of God so you can't miss what God is saying to you. So all liars, Habitual liars, those who knowingly and habitually lie. You got children like that, husbands like that, wives like that. You got employees like that. You got commercials like that. Show these big burgers, juicy burgers. And then when you get to the, to the window, it's qu- like a little quarter. Huh? You say, man, the, the, it never, what, what you eat never looks like the picture. You ever notice that? They make it just drooling, you know, you... You buy, you say, this is it. This is it. The biscuits are hard. The fries, you can't chew it. The burger is nasty. And yet you still paid the full price. Liars. Most of what you hear on television is a bunch of lies. 
You can't discover some fountain of youth from some cream you put on your face. You just as wrinkled as you're going to be. Give your money to the Lord and be content with who you are. Just say amen. All this stuff, anti-aging cream. They lying to you. No such thing as an anti-aging cream. You aging while you putting it on. Y'all believe that stuff. <laughs> Some muscle creams and all that. Lies, lies. Y'all believe the lies. You know, I've come to the conclusion, folk will believe a lie before they believe the truth. They'll believe half the coin before they even look to the other side of the coin. Just because somebody say something or put something in your ear to any dimension don't mean it's the truth. Some of y'all don't even find out what the truth. You just run with a lie. Run with it. Liars. Liars. Some of you accomplices in your lying. Accomplices in it. Just lying. Psalm 63, 11b says, but the mouth of those who speak lies shall be stopped. Proverbs 19.5 says, a false witness will not go unpunished and he who speaks lies will not escape. These shall have their part in the lake of fire and brimstone forever separated from God, which is the second death. Beloved, the lake of fire and brimstone, which is burning suffer, is just as real as heaven and people are going to hell in droves. 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 11 says, do you not know that the unrighteous, say unrighteous, will not inherit the kingdom of God. Don't be, do not be deceived. Deceived, what is that? Deceived. Don't be tricked. Don't be fooled. Uh Uh-uh. Neither fornication, fornicators, idolaters, adulterers, homosexuality, sodomites, nor thieves. And you know what? See, we, we change the terminology of these words to soften the impact. That's what we do. We, we soften it. But the sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers. You know, those who, those, we say, what is reviler? Those who speak abuse, abusively, cussing folk out, abuse, abusive language. I mean, tearing folk down with their lips and with their tongue. I mean, just wearing folk out, tongue lashing. It's happening all the time to children. That's why so many kids are messed up. Parents are just tongue lashing them to death, destroying their dream, their motivation, tongue lashing their wives and their husbands. You just mean, just mean, 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 with a Bible being mean, extortioners, swindlers, games, Manipulate not just about money, it's also about you can be an extortioner dealing with people, swindling people, scheming, manipulating, will not inherit the kingdom of God, and such were some of you. In other words, we're all in this list at some point. But you will wash. Don't you thank God for the blood? You know what you used to be. I know what I used to be. Thank God that you washed. Aren't you glad that you, you're saved? But you were sanctified. That word means set apart. But you were justified, justified, declared righteous in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of God. We were such an unholy mess until we we needed God, the Holy Ghost, to transform us. That's right. You can't take a pill and be transformed. No, 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 no. It took the Spirit 
to change all that hellishness out of us. The Holy Ghost changed me. The Holy Ghost arrested me. The Holy Ghost fixed me. Why don't you say Holy Ghost? Lord, I know I've been changed. The angels in heaven decide my name. Why? Because the Holy Ghost has worked the work of transformation in my heart. Galatians chapter 5, verses 19 through 21 says, Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are... All these, look at some of these names. Some of these things keep coming up over and over and over again. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentious. Some of you are just contentious. You fight with everybody. Just fight. You fight over mold here. Uh, uh, you just... You just you just argumentative. Nobody's going to win around you. You've got to be right. You've got to have it your way. You've got to be up front. The Bible tells you in a moment, you ain't all that. <laughs> now, you got quiet, but you're not all that. Contentious. You've got to be first. It's got to be your way. It's got to be what you think. Jealousies. Outbursts of wrath. You something to say anything to anybody, anywhere, and you don't care who's listening. Selfish ambition. You got agendas that, that promote your own self. You put others down to advance yourself. Dissensions, the breaking of unity and just stirring up stuff. Heresies, false doctrine, false teachings, doctrine of demons, e, uh, envy, another form of jealousy, murder, drunkenness, revelries, some folk go to, that's wild partying. Folk that drink and see who can take in the most. And all kind of stuff. Parties that include all kind of sexual stuff. Lewdness in these parties. Wife swapping and all kinds of experimentation. Revelries. Like Moses saw when he came off that mouth. And the like. That's anything that's not on this list that you are. Okay of which I tell you beforehand, just as I told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. My friend, the only way to avoid the lake of fire and brimstone is to repent of your sins and rebellious ways and turn to Jesus Christ, who alone is able to rescue the perishing. In heaven, my friend, it is absolutely incomprehensible to be in a place where there will be, well, there will be the absence of sin. We can't even fathom that. To be in heaven is a place where there is the absence of sin, the absence of evil, the absence of all temptation, the absence of sexual immorality, the absence of murder, the absence of idolatry, liars, the absence of sorcerers, the absence of unbelievers, all will be done away. In heaven, there will be no more weapons, rumors of wars, robberies, theft, security systems and guards, no more rape, no more abortion, euthanasia, no more child abuse, terrorism, disasters, no more sin, death, devil, all evil will be done away with. In other words, what makes heaven heaven is because there will be no more bad news. Ah, that's heaven. No more bad news. My friend, does this make you want to go there? Does this make you homesick? I talked about who will not be in heaven. Let's, let's go to the other side. Who will be there? Can we talk about that a minute? Who will be in heaven? I'll tell you who will be there. You better start writing. Who will be there? Number one, 
Only those who are in Christ will go to heaven to live forever with him. Only those who are in Christ. I didn't say in Omega Sci-Fi, in Masonic Lodges. Huh? I didn't say in some kind of gold's gym. Some, some of us need to go there now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I didn't say in the stock market. I didn't say in the refrigerator. I didn't say in the Spurs arena. Uh, those who are in Christ will live forever with him. You see, that's so critical because Satan has put our lies that there are many roads that lead to heaven. That's a lie straight from the pits of hell, my friend. John 8, 24 says, Therefore I said to you that you will die in your sins. For if you do not believe that I am he. I wish I would just open your Bible sometime and just underline it. Oh, I get happy. You, you, you got, you say, look, look what it says. It says, if you do not believe that I am he. Who is he? Jesus. Who is Jesus? God. You will die in your sins and not go to heaven. You see? Acts 4.12 says, nor is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Jesus is the only name through which we are saved. You're not saved through no other name, no other person. And some of you have allowed people to be your God. They can call you. They can email you. They can tweet you. They can text you. And they say, let's do this. Let's do that. And come here, go there. And here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Listen, only God is your God. Stop allowing people to be your God. You ultimately answer to God. They stop being your friend because you don't want to do what they're asking you to do, then you don't need them as a friend. You don't need that kind of person in your life dictating you and leading you by the nose, and you're going because they went. You're this way because they're that way. You're here because they're here. And on and on they go. That's sickening. John 14, 6 says, Jesus said to him, I am the way. In other words, the only way. The truth, he's the truth in the midst of all these lies, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. You can't get to heaven but through Jesus. That's right. That's right. You, if grandma over there in heaven, you're not going to see grandma, you ain't Sue, Uncle Jim, nobody else in heaven if you haven't come through Jesus. He said, except through me. Number two, who's, who's in heaven? Those who surrender their lives to the Lord and seek him first. Those who surrender their lives to the Lord and seek him first. Absolutely nothing should take priority over the Lord, our God. In other words, we're saved by Christ. And then once we are saved by Christ, we are to surrender our lives to Christ. You say, what, is this? what does it mean to surrender your life to Christ? You listen to me. To surrender your life to Christ means this. Lord, wherever you want me to go, I'll go. Whatever you want me to do, I'll do. Whatever you want me to say, I'll say. Whatever you want me to be, I will be. I'm totally yours. I must decrease that you must increase. Here I am. Send me. 
I'm yours all the way from earth to glory. I, my money belongs to you. My time belongs to you. My energy belongs to you. My children belongs to you. My job belongs to you. My house belongs to you. God, give me your wisdom for my life. Even when it doesn't make sense, here am I, send me. And nothing should come before your Lord and God. Matthew 6.33 says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. God first, friends. God first. Thirdly, who's going to heaven? Those who obey and keep the commandments of God. Those who obey and keep the commandments of God. These are the ones who are going to heaven. The scripture says, why call me Lord and do not the things I say? Whatever the Bible says, do, do. That's what Jesus' mother said. Whatever he says, do. Keeping the commandments. Whatever this book says, do, you do. Whatever the Bible says, don't do, you don't do. Isn't that simple? It's not algebra or geometry. It's not even trigonometry. Those who obey and keep the commandments of God. And I've never seen so much rebellion in the house of God. In the house of God. Know what the word says, and you are in God's face with your own agenda, with your own gain, and with your own schemes. Revelation twenty two fourteen says, blessed are those who do his commandments, that they may have the right to the tree of life, I underline this, and may enter through the gates into the city. What city? The heavenly city. Heaven. Who's going to heaven? Those who keep the commandments. Not who bring about a big Bible and bring it to church and say, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. You can say all that. Those who, you can shout all over this church and bust hell wide open. It's not how you, how, how, how you jump and rolling over the floor and speaking in tongues and foaming at the mouth. Get up and sit down and learn something. You may tell me, I'm, I'm emotional. Uh, listen, the devil can be emotional. The devil can be emotional. Sometimes all that emotionalism can get in God's way. He's shouting all over the place. And the biggest devil on Monday. Sit down so you can learn something. Why don't y'all say amen? Those who, <laughs> those who obey and keep the commandments of God. Who's going to heaven? Four, fourthly, those who keep their eyes fixed on Jesus and believe his promises will endure and not lose heart. Did you get that? Those who keep their eyes fixed on Jesus and believe his promises will endure all the tests, all the temptations, will endure all the trials and not lose heart. In other words, in the midst of difficulties. I love that. Um, to everybody with the Bible, uh, uh, turn to Hebrews 12, 2 and 3. Turn, turn to Hebrews 12, 2 and 3. Are y'all hanging with me? Oh, God is trying to help you through these messages on heaven. And God has me here to help you in the process. When you find Hebrews chapter 12, verses 2 and 3, say amen. If you turn and keep on turning and practice your Bible, okay? It says, those who keep their eyes fixed on Jesus, looking unto Jesus. Your eyes got to stay fixed on Jesus. When trouble get in your way, Hardships come when betrayal comes, misunderstanding comes. 
when all when death comes, when failure comes, what keeps you from sinking in the midst of those crises is looking unto Jesus. Did you get what I said? Not Dr. Phil, not Oprah, not some celebrity, huh? Not some little book that somebody put in your hand, looking unto Jesus. That's how you survive this world. The author and finisher of our faith. Huh? Faith. And he, he, he's the orchestrator. He, he originated this business. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. Now you got to understand the cross was a, was a horrible way to die. It was excruciating. It was shameful. It was painful. It's the worst way a person can die. It was a slow, agonizing death. There's only one Savior that died on the cross for the sins of the world. Yeah, many people die on the cross, but only one person died for sins, and that was the sinless one, our divine substitute, the Lord Jesus Christ, who for the joy that was set before him, God endured the cross, despising the shame. It was shameful. And has sat down. He went through all that shame, all that pain, all that agony, Huh? was victorious and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Now look at verse 3. I want you to hang your hats on this. For consider him. Who is him? Jesus. Pronoun for Jesus. Who endured such hostility. Say hostility. Has anyone ever been hostile to you? Hostile in attitude? Hostile on your job? Hostile in the games they play against you? Huh? Hostile. He endured hostility. All of us are going to endure something. From sinners against themselves. Consider what Jesus has gone through when you go through your trials. That's right. When you go through death, when you go through pain, when you go through uh, misunderstandings, consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself. It says, if you don't keep looking at Jesus, it says, lest you become weary and discouraged in your soul. Keeping your eyes on Jesus will help you survive anything that intrudes into your life. Whatever the worst of the thing is, God will get you through it and people will wonder, how did you survive it? And you'll say, but by the grace of God, but God. Why don't you say amen? Who's going to heaven? Who's going to heaven? Those who refuse to settle for cheap worldly substitutes. Those who refuse to settle for cheap worldly substitute. We must not get comfortable, so comfortable loving the passing pleasures of this world, but rather hold on to those things which have lasting eternal value. Value. In other words, don't settle for cheap worldly substitutes because you're going to heaven. You may not ever live in dominion. Don't worry about it. You may not ever make a, a certain amount of money per hour. Don't let that be the, the end of the day for you. You may not ever get where you thought you ought to be. Just don't let your laziness uh, infringe upon that, by the way. Those who refuse to settle 
for cheap worldly substitutes. We must not get comfortable loving the passing pleasures of this world. Football, basketball, fishing, shopping, yourself, your makeup, your golf clubs, your, your whatever. But hold on to those things which have lasting eternal value. As a matter of fact, my friend, you ought to become so homesick for Jesus that you find yourself letting things go that have no lasting eternal value. Right now, my wife and I, we're already planning how to get rid of things. We've already gotten rid of some things. We already, listen, we say we, have, we haven't used it in the last two or three years. We don't need it. We're going to either give it away, throw it away. We're going to do something with it. We can't take it. Can't take it. And I'm not going to, we, we're downsizing. That's right. And some of y'all, you want more and more and more. You're going to die with all this stuff leaving headaches for folk to figure out what you're going to do with it. It's time to, when, you, when you're in your 20s and 30s, you're gaining. It's a time to gain. And you ought to read that Ecclesiastes 3. And it's time to receive and it's time to throw away. And the older you get, the stuff around you ought to have less value and heaven ought to become more valuable. <laughs> heaven ought to become more valuable. You have heaven in your view, my friends. Matthew six nineteen through 20. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust and thieves break in and steal. Put all them fancy things on your wheels and then get mad when somebody rip them off. Well, you didn't need all that know-how. Your car can ride pretty good without all that stuff. You stop the car, stop in the wheel, them things in there still running. You try you just so for people to say, ooh, look at that. Isn't that cute? And you park at the stove, come back, and they gone. Ha 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 ha. Ha ha ha. You 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 want to glitter in front of folk and I'm God allow things to be stolen just to bring you down. What you who you trying to impress? God is real. When we accept Him as our Lord and Savior, the indwelling Holy Spirit becomes alive in us. And as indescribably good as that is, the best is yet to come. In heaven, God Himself will live among His children. No more problems, no more pain, no more preparing for the worst, because the worst will no longer exist, nor will we remember that it ever did. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching by Pastor Rander, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church located in Palmverse, Texas, or call us at 210-821-5683.